This week, we find a RoboCop we wouldn't buy for a dollar in RoboCop 2. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am a machine. Ooh, he is though. What's your name, machine? I am a machine. You don't have an identity beyond that? Murphy. Oh, all oh, right. right. Nice. It's me, Jonathan Rooney Taylor. You know, same old G. <laughs> J. <laughs> J. Buddy, you can't say that. That's our word. No, you do not spell your name Jonathan with a G like some punk-ass British Jeffrey. <laughs> not on any official documents. Yeah. You mean Geoffrey? Yeah. <laughs> Who even are those people? Rich people, I, I think. I, I always just assumed they were rich people, maybe royals. That's because they can afford the G. Yeah. Man, yeah. I've and only ever... extra O. That's yeah. true. I've only ever seen it spelled that way in Ultima 2. <laughs> oh, that's a good game, though. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. I like all the early Ultima games where the whole, it had to, like, justify its weird, like, half sci-fi, half fantasy setting. So you would start in a renaissance fair in modern day. <laughs> and then a fortune teller would be like, sit down, let me tell you this story about a different person. <laughs> Kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Lisa hears about Hugh Grant getting arrested for picking up that prostitute. (laughs) That's that's an episode of The Simpsons, right? I'm not misremembering this. I Uh, think so. There is the episode where they go to Hollywood and they're on the the little tour and they go, if you look out the window to your right, that's where Hugh Grant, ew, filmed nine weeks. Ew. (laughs) I think you're thinking of the episode where Lisa's husband and it's Hugh whatever I don't know, Hugh Britishman. It's played by Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually, I think I'm thinking of the episode where uh, Alan Moore and Art Spiegelman beat up comic book guy. Yeah, mm. and Daniel Klaus. Oh Get yeah, Daniel, Daniel Klaus, Klaus is in there. Yeah. He wants to draw Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Simpsons episodes we have remembered. <laughs> Y'all ever see the little Bow Wow episode? It's bad. <laughs> Does he play adult Bow Wow? No, this was back when he was still Lil. He's still Lil? Correct. Mm. Gotcha. So it was more like just a straight up cameo, little Bow Wow? Guys, I cannot describe the existential crisis I had when I realized there are more episodes of The Simpsons I have not seen than episodes I have seen. Mm. Like, I don't know what to do with that information, but it hurts. (laughs) So this week we're discussing 1990s movie yeah movie <laughs> extravaganza uh it's one of our uh the few times we've uh actually continued a series of movies from before outside of star wars uh we've done robocop and now it's time for robocop 2 the reckoning dun, 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 dun. No, dun, no, dun, dun, dun. no wrong music john no, that's not. No, no, not quite. Music from Mean Streets. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> you nailed yeah. it. Yeah. I love that that movie opens by a bunch of kids trying to buy fireworks. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's a dumb movie. Yeah. Prove me wrong, Martin Scorsese. 
come down to this apartment and prove me wrong. Stop challenging people to come here. Somebody eventually will. And it's not going to be somebody cool. No, it's going to be some asshole from Quebec. Oh, no. Shitty France. God damn it. This is a mess. You took the worst part of Europe and you put it in the worst part of Canada. Oh, we haven't even talked. All right. Now there's the kid with the drugs. We covered it. (laughs) So Robocop Robocop 2 begins, like all movies do, with a burglar trying to get into a fancy automobile. And then he gets in and then it immediately locks him into the chair, electrocutes him to death. Uh, and then Donald Clamp from Gremlins 2 The New Batch shows up yeah. and it turns out it's a commercial for a theft deterrent system yeah. and this is where the uh, the differences between this and the uh, first Robocop movie are laid bare the first Robocop movie had a lot of like clips of what would be diegetic television in it television of the world of Robocop but it was all very like fast and loud and flashy and it was just little like pieces of it kind of like interspersed without you know much context everything in this movie is so slow and lifeless yeah like robocop correct yeah Yeah. (laughs) and like even this like commercial which like on paper sounds exactly hilarious and like in perfectly in time with robocop is just like oh oh no you didn't you saw RoboCop on an airplane with the sound off. You didn't, like, get RoboCop, did you? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. These people, yeah. The, the the makers of this movie who... It, there are exactly two of them. Yeah, well, no, there's three. There's three. <laughs> there's Frank Miller's story and half screenplay. Yeah. Then there's the other guy who rewrote Frank Miller's screenplay. And it's directed by Irwin Kirshner... Director of Empire Strikes Back. And famous UCLA uh, professor. USC. UC, that can't yeah. be right. We had the same Nah, nah. We, we wikied beforehand. this before we started. He's yeah. from USC. And I edited the Wikipedia page to make me right again. Ooh. And they can't change it because I still haven't donated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it turns out this is just a commercial for... Uh, Magnavolt. Uh, yeah, Magnavolt, a theft deterrent system. Then we uh, we get a little bit of like a news footage, uh, which begins with a nuclear power plant and the Amazon has exploded. Uh, then the Surgeon General is assassinated by uh, a drug-seeking guy who wants nuke. The Surgeon General, by the way, is wearing, like, Navy First bars. Off, yeah, he's wearing Navy bars and is in full dress uniform. On the one hand, that's pretty goofy. On the other hand, I think that's what they do. Oh, are they really? I mean, it's been a really long time since I've seen C. Everett Coop <laughs> discuss with me whether or not I should smack the shit out of my children. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he wore the bars. Uh, you haven't seen any of those late night commercials? The life alerts? Yeah, the where, life he t- alerts, yeah, yeah. where he tells you to get the little necklace that'll say Life alert <laughs> gives me the kind of freedom that is ideal. Yeah, but I don't think that once you're retired from Surgeon Generaling, you can still wear all the bars. Sure, gotcha. Not that you can, but it has to be at, like, dress events. Like, you can't wear it oh, in your civilian yeah. life. So if you go but to if you're your... at, like, a 21-gun uh, salute funeral or, uh, I don't know, the 4th of July picnic, I guess. The doctor's ball. 
Yeah, but if you're if you're just going to like the fucking Orange Julius, you can't have on your you can't just wear it. Gotcha. You wearing it now? That's tough. That'd be stolen medical valor. I yeah, think. Yeah, that's got to be a crime. Uh, so anyways, he did not fight in the cola wars so that you could call him sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Surgeon General is. Uh, murdered by a, a drug-seeking individual. He's trying to get his hands on Nuke. Nuke! It is the drug of the future which is in this movie. It uh, seems uh, to be uh, both everywhere and very tightly controlled. And also it appears to be an upper and a downer. Yeah, Correct. no, Nuke has the drug qualities that you need at that moment. Yes. <laughs> Whatever it's Schrodinger's you drug. Have yeah. done, it's a Nuke will do it. And it's a little red goo that's in a pouch that you like... It has a needle on it, and you poke it into your neck, and then it goes... It looks yeah, like for a while in, in the like in the the mid two thousands when they tried to have those like it's you just you know have this little pouch of liquid that turns your water into vitamin water. Oh yeah, well, it looks yeah. like one of those yeah. fucking things. Yeah. yeah, it's something like a tech bro. This is like the next level of uh, of of a uh, soylent. Yeah, boy, real quick tangent about tech bros. Uh, what is, <laughs> dopamine starvation is the latest trend in Silicon Valley. Oh shit, what's dopamine starvation? It's where you don't. Feel good for a while, and then you feel good, and it's amazing, and I guess we've just run out of things to spend money on. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm pretty sure that we used to do that, and it was called ecstasy. Except you did the feeling good up front, and then you were out of dopamine for like four days, and then you had to wait for the raver carney to come back in town. No, see, I get what John's saying, because like the whole like not feeling good for a little bit, and then feeling good afterwards, it's called work. Yeah, <laughs> you don't feel good yeah. at work because you're at work. Yeah. But then when you leave work, it's like, ooh, I'm not at work no yeah, more. Yeah, everything up every morning just to keep our jobs. Got to grind my way through the something something Drew Carey yeah, show. Yeah, no, doing the I Drew was Carey with you. Gotcha. Yeah, but your lyrics were very approximate. Yeah, something something <laughs> I was with you at Cleveland the end. Rocks. I was like, yeah, Correct. Yeah, all the. Actually, as a child, my parents uh, took me to the grand opening of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And my entire family was almost run over by Yoko Ono. (laughs) (laughs) That is a true story. Nice, though. That's like a claim to fame. She was probably too busy, like, taking video of butts (laughs) or whatever those things she does. Uh, She was probably in an argument with uh, Sean Lennon, the shitty one. Yeah, her kid. Her kid. Her Lennon, the shitty one. What a terrible Lennon. Yeah. We were this close to getting a Julian Lennon career, and then he said, no thanks. I know, right? Ah, he was so good. He was great. So, uh, anyways, uh, we, uh, after this, by the way, Nuke the Drug is so popular that it has inspired, like, a whole cult. Yeah. The people who use this have a cult, and they are led by a man named Kane, played by Tom Noonan, who you might recognize as Frankenstein's monster from the Monster Squad. I oh, did recognize him yeah. from that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so... I just kept waiting for him to put on the red and black face paint. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The right. Never did. Right. So then or we get, his, like, like, Tennessee magistrate's clothes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's a member of our government yeah. now. I don't remember what he got elected to, but oh, it was something. Oh, no. Who, Tom Noonan? No, no Kane. Kane. Oh, Kane. Oh, Kane gotcha. The, yeah, that Kane. You know the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Undertaker's fake... brother? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> brother O. Undertaker? <laughs> uh, yeah, the Brondertaker. Yeah. God. Uh, Fuck that. Fuck, uh, what's his name? Brock Lesnar for breaking the streak. Yeah. 
He just Why has say no Christmas? You're like Lesnar have it. You're like a year and a half too late to complain about that. No, I'm still mad. I've been complaining this whole time. Go watch All Elite Wrestling, John. I do. It's great. <laughs> Kenny Omega has a broom that has barbed wire on it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so uh, now we come to the pr- uh, to the real world. The cops are on strike uh, because OCP has taken over the police department, as we saw in the first RoboCop. Uh, and then they're not they're taking away pensions. It's a whole bunch of shitty bullshit. So now we get this uh, a shot of of what Detroit is now, uh, and it's fallen back to a crime ridden cesspool. Yeah. And it's this weird like sort of montage of crimes. Well, we get we get to a single piece of loot that we track from three different muggers until. A completely unrelated crime explodes. Yes. Yeah, yeah like yeah. an old lady uh, uh, has her cans. Her precious antique cans. Her Cru- cans get hit by a car. Yeah. And then her purse gets snatched by a ne'er do well. And then that ne'er do well has his eye uh, stilettoed out by a lady's heels. Yeah, because and- he gets whooped up on by two prostitutes. I assume yeah. they're prostitutes. They I could just know. be dressed for success. Yes, they could yeah. just be. They, they were definitely going to buy nuke. Yeah. So that, maybe that's just how people who... All the women we see who do nuke dress like that. True. They all dress like they're a member of Apollonia 6. <laughs> yeah. Like they're on their way to go sing Sex Shooter. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Before they purify themselves in the water of Lake Minnetonka. I never uh, said that was Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> oh no, you were left on your motorcycle and stole my clothes. Wheelie vroom. And see. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, they... Uh, walk by a storefront that explodes and then three fucking goons yeah these goons uh, are waiting outside in a sedan to ram the now exploded storefront and all of this sounds very exciting but it is filmed devoid of any urgency or energy it's just it's so boring and lifeless. Yeah. yeah, gun store blows up, car runs into it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the cops show up and they're like, you can't be cops, they're on strike. Oh, well, I'll shoot it with this air, surface-to-air missile launcher. Yeah. And they blow up the Ford Taurus that all the cop car, all the cars in Detroit are in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all black Ford Taurus. All chrome <laughs> has been removed from these Ford Taurus. Yeah, they're all too. matte gray. Yeah, yeah. they burned out and spray-painted. Blows that up, then they get he drops the air to surface missile launcher, picks up a bazooka, and then he fires that one at it, blows it up. And then he says a joke so hilarious he backflips out of frame. Yeah, he does. <laughs> what does he say? Bazooka Joe. Oh yeah. yeah. We're doing bazooka Joe comic jokes now. Oh, buddy. Then promptly Robocop gets out of the car, not even a scorch mark. <laughs> yeah. The only difference between Robocop now and Robocop in the first movie is he's turned to Awful shade of blue. Yeah. I also think that his like chest piece is considerably bigger and like more forward. Uh, well, it, maybe I think I think I think it seemed like he was bulkier. It seemed like something happened to his torso to have more like, uh, like black space in it and less silver plating, so yeah. that it just looked like he was just. Uh, broad shoulders and pecs on a pair of legs. 
Oh, like Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Like a robot Johnny Bravo. Exactly. That was the aesthetic for the male physique at that time, though. That's true, yeah. 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 They called it the Ferrigno. Right. I mean, my guess is Peter Weller was just like, guys, you gotta let the hips out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they definitely made the RoboCop suit in this movie, uh, I was just reading about this, uh, out of fiberglass instead out of metal and plastic. Oh, so it's a lot nice lighter idea. and easier to move for him, which helps because later on, RoboCop does some pretty athletic <laughs> stuff. No spoilers yet. Yeah, we'll get yeah. there. So anyways, RoboCop uh, takes care of these two goons. We get the, the RoboCop music. Classic tune. Won an Oscar, I think. Best yeah. original score on the RoboCop. Yeah, that was just playing no, no, that recording yeah, no. right there. John Williams weeps at night that he did not write <laughs> the RoboCop. You know, in each theme. level of the dream, they just slow it down a little bit. Yeah. So they use chomp, math to tell chomp, the story. Chomp, chomp, <laughs> chomp, 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 chomp. And like the double plus weird thing about the music is that it never or rarely plays during action sequences. But anything that's not an action sequence, they definitely juiced up with some weird fucking, like, Looney Tunes music. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of music in the movie that sounds like interstitial sitcom music from yeah. the 80s. <laughs> or it'd be like the end of, like, a scene where it's like, it's like get out of my kitchen, Gibbler, you asshole. Then it comes to Uncle Joey and he's just like... You shut your face, Jesse! Jesus. Stop touching my fucking gopher! <laughs> yeah, I forgot the season of Friends that Neil LeBute wrote. Yeah. Uh, this was not that clearly was, that was Full House. It was clearly Full House. Yeah, you could tell by the gibbler. <laughs> yeah, the season of Friends that Neil LeBute wrote was the season where they all uh, they all tricked Phoebe into I don't know giving them blowjobs or whatever. Whatever Neil LeBute does, yeah. that guy's a piece of shit. Right? He's just diet mammoth. He's yeah. a mammoth He's light. Diet yeah. That's that's very true. He's mammoth light. Yeah. L I T E. The champagne of mammoths. That's <laughs> Neil LaBute. <laughs> Come down to this apartment uh, and no! prove me wrong. Now, he's the one LaBute. that might. Nah, nah, let him. Let him. Wait, he's not the one that has a red belt, is he? No. No, that's David Mammoth. Come down here, Neil LaBute. Yeah. Also, remember, David Mammoth, tiny, tiny little man. Oh, he is small. Yeah, he's like if George Lucas never ate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. No. No. But he stole Martin Scorsese's beard from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. though I kind of think he's trying to look a little bit like old George Michael. Ooh, you know? That is not an applaudable goal. He's David Mamet. That's true. <laughs> I always viewed David Mamet as like Jason Alexander gone horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Like after he filmed that, they were ma- at the George Costanza factory, and they accidentally bumped some ingredient X into a batch. <laughs> well, it was like he he didn't get Seinfeld, but uh, so all anyone knew him for was the McDLT commercial. <laughs> and but that's he's the hot side hot story. and the cold side cold, oh. and he sang and danced about it. It's true. Yeah. There's a great Gilbert Gottfried story where apparently he almost made Seinfeld not happen because he and Larry David wrote a really unsuccessful TV show together. Oh, nice. So when Jerry Seinfeld was pitching Seinfeld, they're like, great, who wrote it? Ah, Larry David, you mean the guy from the Gilbert Gottfried show? Get the hell out of my office, you dirty (laughs) balls. Fair. Uh, So uh, RoboCop goes back to... uh, 
uh, back to the office yeah. to do RoboCop things. Well, and he's a very bad detective, though, because he's beating up the bad guys, and he sees that they got some nuke on them, and he g- grabs one of the goons and is just, where is this manufactured? <laughs> and here's the thing. Anytime I've done drugs, I have never once known where they came from. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they just sort of appeared at whatever party we were at. Yeah, that's true. Or your roommate's drawer, or... Yeah. Uh, this guy I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, if a cop bursts down the door and they're like, look, I'm not going to arrest you if you just tell me where this pot came from. I just, I, 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 I where does any pot come from? I don't. <laughs> Give me the source. <laughs> and he holds this guy up by his fucking nose, too. Yeah. He lifts the guy up by his nose. Yeah, two uh, fingers in and, both nostrils. And the guy's just like, I only know where I get it from. So, Which just happens to be straight from the nuke factory. Yeah, so. as it turns out. <laughs> it turns out he gets it from the manufacturer. Right? So Robocop shows up to the manufacturer. He, uh, he knocks on, in a clever bit of misdirection, he knocks on a door. <laughs> and when the guy looks out, to, out the little window to see if anyone's out there, no one is. And then Robocop punches through the door. Yeah. And apparently, That's like, a... shatters that guy's sternum because we never see him again. No, doesn't he get locked in the freezer with those other goons? No, no those no, are no. two different goons. Those are different oh, goons. Oh, God. This is his stealth kill, so he gets a critical hit on it. Gotcha. Yeah, he uses yeah. backstab. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Who knew that Robocop was a rogue? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. but always, of course, of course. Always had him pegged for, like, a fucking bard or something. Nah, He's a good man. support character. He's got to come back in Return of the King. That's true. He's a blue mage, I guess. Yeah. He just learns enemy skills when they're cast upon him. We're jumping around to a lot of different uh, magic systems here. I think we landed on Final Fantasy for the last one. I like it, though. That's a good one for Robocop. Yeah. Yeah, Robocop just needs to unlock his jobs system, and then he can be whatever (laughs) he wants. I don't want to alarm you, but in Final Fantasy XIV, there is a class called Gunblade Specialist. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Robocop's got a blade and a gun. He also has a fist that he uses to point at people that I thought for sure was going to pay off by being like a rocket launcher or like he could shoot his fist like a projectile. No, I think it was just hard to move his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Uh, Which is funny because his cool robot man gloves from the first movie have been replaced with just like... Just rubber gloves. Black rubber gloves. Just like, just just fucking dish gloves. Yeah, Yeah, in the first one he had cool fucking Nintendo power gloves with the like silver bits on the fingers. Yeah, and they're all like articulated in weird ways and stuff. He caught a pair or a set of keys with those hands. Yeah. He doesn't catch shit in this movie. He doesn't catch a damn thing. Uh, He catches feelings. Nah. For a little drug called new. That's true, and those feelings are rage. <laughs> so he, uh, how do you rage against the machine when you're a cyborg? Oh no! Oh, geez. with I think... guitar licks, John, the same way you always do it. Ooh, can we put in some new metal rap? Yeah, probably. Nice. Let's get it in there. Oh, fuck you! I won't do what you tell uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I think this we guy. accidentally wrote a better RoboCop sequel. <laughs> yeah, and now we're all gonna get complimentary Che T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Them's good for sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 rags. <laughs> I need a chamois to clean off all the things on my sweet ride. I don't know. Yeah, you Robocop. would clean off your super cool car with the face of a socialist. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, look at you. Look at you, Mark. Mark. 
What are you, you driving? Capitalist a, pig. A, a real what? Dragula. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That thing guzzles gas. It guzzles witches. Yeah. We talked about this. And yeah. <laughs> and then you clean it with t-shirts. <laughs> yes, sir, jerk. But they're free t-shirts that have been given to me. They don't fit. No one ever gives you a t-shirt that fits when they're free. <laughs> it's always a small or a four XL. There's never anything in between. It's all right, you'll grow into it. Or, alternatively, shrink into it. Sure, after I die and the worms eat me, <laughs> it might fit my bones. <laughs> so, so they're in the fucking nuke factory. So here's the thing, like I bet you remember that sweet drug factory shootout in the first RoboCop movie. Oh, yeah, it's It's so cool. Yeah. Well, this movie... Well, this movie's just opening with it? That's setting the bar pretty high. Yeah. Also, like... What is their drug factory in this movie gonna be better than the first drug factory? Nope, it's <laughs> one hallway <laughs> with a baby in it, though. Ooh. That's true. There is a baby. Uh, it's immediately taken off the battlefield pretty quick. And RoboCop has this p- peculiar picadillo that he's picked up uh, since the last movie, where he no longer looks at people when he shoots them. He, looks Great. he points his gun at them and then turns his head as if he was Magic Johnson throwing a no look bullet at your face. Well, here. Here's the thing. Uh, if he doesn't see it, it's not illegal. So that's how he can get away with all those extrajudicial executions. I mean, that is true. If you're going to shoot somebody in the back, you want to point that body cam elsewhere. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah well, uh, RoboCop murders most of the people in the drug factory. Most of them, Except yeah. for... All the, uh, the worker ladies. All the worker ladies who are just uh, told to get down. Kane, the leader of the nuke factory, Kane's girlfriend... Uh, and a 12-year-old boy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 12-year-old boy gets the drop on him with a gun pointed right at his head and says, You can't shoot kids, fucker. Yeah, and then shoots RoboCop in the visor? Yeah. I guess. And then RoboCop know. starts thinking about olden times. Yeah, he starts having flashbacks to yeah. his kid. Yeah, yeah, they play a theme from a summer place. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's great. What's yeah. that? Da, 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 da. What's it from? I don't. Summer, summer place. place. What's summer place? It's a place where you go in the summer. It's true. Uh, I don't like which, this. Which one was it? Uh, don't no, no. Tell me and the podcast listeners what summer place was, but don't tell Mark. I think it was a movie. I don't know. They use it as a music cue in The Simpsons a whole bunch oh, when characters sure. are like remembering things. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. You should just sit The Simpsons remembering music. That I would have understood. <laughs> Stop trying true. to use the real names of things. Yeah. Off. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I had that coming. So Robocop gets shot in the face. He has flashbacks. He goes back to the cop office, and there's like an OC... Cop office. Yeah. And there's like an OC... There's an OCP lawyer whose name is Shyster. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Uh, He is also giving him the Blade Runner test to see if he's a replicant, I guess. Yeah. Which... Pretty definitively, yeah. Yeah, right. it's also he a lot... is a robot cop. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a lot. It's it's a lot meaner of a test than the Blade Runner test because the Blade Runner test, up until the violence happens, is pretty mellow. It's just like, hey, we're gonna sit here, we're gonna have a few questions. All right, there's a tortoise, and then uh, you flip it over. Well, what do you do? But this guy's like, you're not a human. You're a machine. Respond. Yeah. Which doesn't make any goddamn sense because the whole point of the first movie was him regaining the mantle of Murphy. Right. It ends with him in OCP's, like, boardroom, killing the evil guy, and then the head of OCP says, 
what's your name, son? And he goes, Murphy. Murphy. Freeze frame. Now, like three years later, they're like, fuck you. Your name's not Murphy. You're hardware. You're nothing. You skin stretched over a robot. Your wife is mad. You drove by her house and made her, you made her cry. Yeah, yeah. Which I, they had a moment in the first movie, didn't they? Where they like saw each other and no, he was in all the, roboted up. In the first movie, he goes back to his old house That's and it's it been was. hastily moved out of, and he has like flashbacks and twitches. This one, he's clearly used his internet search to find where his wife and kid are now living, right? Seemingly out in the nice, cheerful suburbs. Oh yeah, of I don't know Auburn Hills or something. Fucking Pontiac, yes. man. Yeah, and he drives out there. <laughs> Uh, he yeah, drives out there. Field Heights. Goes to her house and then just sits there on the road staring at her. Yep. Which is, uh, so much of this movie seems to not really be compatible with the first movie in a lot of ways. Because at the end of the first movie, he's just like, I don't need a visor anymore. I'll just have my face out there. Yeah. And in the second one, he's just like, well, glad to have this visor back on. This is great. Yeah. I'm RoboCop. And it, yeah, it just, it, it seems like he could very easily, you know, talk to his wife and just say, hey, no pressure. It, I'm not expecting us to like pick up where we left off or anything, but I'm a robot cop now. <laughs> and it just seems fair for you to know, which is weird triple times because she seems to know and is suing OCP about it. She's suing OCP because apparently he keeps showing up at her house yeah. to creep on her. But then, after the lawyers leave, she shows up, like, ten seconds later, and she's like... And she's like, Murphy, I love you. You're still my husband. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's got to break the news that, nah, turns out he's just a robot. Yeah, the, the this is legitimately the best part of the whole movie, is he leans up to her, and he's like, touch me. And she, like, reaches up and puts one finger up to his lips... And then she goes, it's cold. But not up to his lips like a shh lover, don't speak. Yeah. Like a... Yeah, yeah, like she's poking it. Like, yeah, is that yeah. a lip you got there? <laughs> she Looks like a lip. a lip. What does it look like? She says, it's cold. And then, this is the best line in the whole movie. He says, they made this to honor him. Right, yeah. Your husband is dead. And then she starts, like, freaking out. And he's like... Bye, citizen. <laughs> yep. And then he leaves and he starts walking through the police department. He's got some pep in his step for yeah. a lot of this movie. Yeah. There's no no helmet, so it's just this creepy face pulled tight over the robot body. And nobody seems grossed out by it. I would be. It's creepy. Nah, he's so RoboCop. They've had like years to befriend this weird robot know. cop. I think it's only been a I few been months. A, yeah, yeah, like a like few five weeks. months. Because they right. talk about the cop strike at the like that's starting to build up at the end of RoboCop. Yeah, yeah and, and they it's still happening in RoboCop too. Yeah. Uh, so then he like looks out a window and he sees his wife and she's like talking to her lawyer and tries to go back in to convince RoboCop. Yeah. But also, she's suing OCP for making the RoboCop. Yeah. None of this makes any sense. Yeah. That's and I mean, the even, way it is. Even if you get confirmation of like, oh, well, you are. You are Murphy. You are my husband. Pretty fucked up that this company used your corpse to make a robot. Yeah. Sure. I think that's better grounds for a lawsuit. You think. Yeah, and here's the crazy part. It's the thing that everyone is else is ignoring in the movie is that not only was he turned into a robot, he was specifically transferred from one department to another because he profiled as the best candidate to become a RoboCop. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so RoboCop, 
uh, goes out. We've, there's a little bit with this like 12 year old drug dealer kid and and Kane's girlfriend and a dirty cop named Duffy. Uh, who Duff is man. yeah, he's like he's like the 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 fucking Eckhart of this movie. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't think about the future. Well, neither does Eckhart until it's too late. Yeah, that's true. He thinks about the future just long enough to get shot by Jack Napier's big gun. These are dynamite also, Batman references. Do you think the falafel salesman that gives him his bribe at the beginning of that movie takes the cost of bread out of his bribe? Because <laughs> he puts it—he puts his bribe between two pieces of bread and then wraps it all up like a sandwich, and it just seems wasteful in a lot of ways. Sure. I like you know. think Eckhart's eating that bread? Yeah, why not? I mean, it's good bread. You've seen Eckhart? <laughs> I have seen Eckhart. <laughs> yeah. He's eating that bread. Yeah. You eat that bread. bread. Huh? Yeah. He's eating eat that, that bread bread. I'll eat that yeah. bread bread. Yeah. Give me that bread bread. You think he ever accidentally mixes it up with his actual sandwich? And, and he eats the money? <laughs> he eats oh, the no. money sandwich. Mm. Uh, let me say this. You, you seen that cart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, please go back and watch Tim Burton's Batman 89. Then you'll understand what we're talking about. I, if you feel like it, none of this is necessary. Uh, yeah, for sure. Really, none of this is necessary. No, we are, we're telling the people about RoboCop 2. Yeah. The people what? need to know. About RoboCop 2. RoboCop 2, Mark. RoboCop 2. The so, Reckoning. Yeah, so uh, uh, Duffy uh, takes them to a, uh, an arcade where they're... Uh, a Nick Arcade. No, it's not because nah. there's no cool blue screen where you get to play inside the game. Oh, Dream man. Now nah, they just go to a regular city arcade. That's that, not bad. They got a bad no, dude's cabinet. Oh, yeah. They got a Data East cabinet up there. It's all right. It's full that's of teenagers. That's definitely got to have narc on it at full some point. Full of teenagers. Yeah, that's true. That does suck. Yeah, that's man. a bummer. That's why they invented barcades. That's true. For grown-ups to have arcade times now. Yeah, keep those dirty kids out. Ooh, what's great, though, is a lot of them put the machines on free play because they're expecting you to spend money on drinks while you're there. But you don't have to spend money on nothing. Nope. Just put free pinball. Yep. Well, the pinball usually costs, but... Yeah, they do usually stick you on the pinball. Ooh, the barcade around here, though, does have free play on the six-person X-Men machine. Ooh, do all of the controls work? To my knowledge, yes. I don't Ooh. know. I can confirm Colossus and Cyclops. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, so Robocop and Lewis show up. They've tracked Duffy the Dirty Cop here. Uh, there's a bit of a, a fight. Lewis <laughs> uh, chases one guy down and then gets like garrot choked by the 12-year-old boy. Yeah, no. The, the Lewis is out there fighting the fight against the 12-year-old boy and his like sidekick guy while Robocop is standing around getting popcorn thrown at him. Yes, Correct. he's getting popcorn thrown, and then after that, starts shoving Duffy around, yeah, and, and slamming his face Duffy into a around, bad yeah. dude's cabinet, uh, t- until finally they figure out where uh, Kane's nuke headquarters are. So they show up there, and it's in the old sludge factory, <laughs> yeah. which is where RoboCop. Uh, in the beginning of RoboCop gets killed and then later on gets Clarence Boddicker and gang. Yeah. Clearly, Orion Pictures has purchased the sludge factory <laughs> <laughs> and they gotta get all the use out of it they can yeah. because they use it eight times in this movie. <laughs> Boy, howdy, do they. They keep leaving from or going to the sludge factory. And also, that's not our title that we're giving it. That's what it's called in, in the, the movie. movie. The Correct. sludge factory. The, the old, old. 
sludge factory. Yeah, not that new one. Well, the town just hasn't been the same since they shut down the old sludge factory. Be a time when a man could come to this town and get himself a good job weighing sludge, (laughs) measuring sludge, making sure the sludge conveyor belt don't clog, making sure the sludge pipe is clean, making sure the sludge pipe don't clog. But ever since Johnny Rascal opened up the oil factory across the street, folks ain't had much use for sludge anymore. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers sludge. Yeah. <laughs> Try some bottles and James. Uh, so they go to the sludge factory, and again, it's meant to like evoke the big drug factory shootout from the first Which movie. Which was the climax of that movie. And this is maybe 20, 30 minutes in. And it keeps, this movie keeps writing checks of like, end of RoboCop. We're going to tap that in the first act of our movie. Yeah. And just fails to. Yeah, RoboCop walks in and he's like, this is a bust. You're all coming with me. Not before he sees... The shrine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he comes in, and the new cult has a shrine uh, to people I assume that are important to it. Uh, and those people uh, are uh, the Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Uh, Oliver Ollie North. North. <laughs> Oliver North. And Elvis. A lot and of Elvis. They've got his Bones. They've got Elvis's bones, which are buried with Elvis's hair yes. and sideburns. Yeah. So this is my theory. So you know it's really him. Yeah. <laughs> it could be any bag of bones. This is my theory about where Nuke comes from. I think the pure that, Elvis skin, pure Elvis bone marrow. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. That's why they gotta have the corpse on premises so that they can extract all the precious. That nuke. makes sense, though. That makes right? sense because Nuke does anything you want it to do, just like the oeuvre of Elvis Presley. Yeah, and it tastes like yeah. peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Definitely, <laughs> that are fried. And yeah. don't goes, forget those bitches got grilled like a cheese. It also goes to the White House to ask Richard Nixon if it can be. <laughs> <laughs> a drug task force. Well, he was really worried about all the kids taking those drugs. Uh, he really wanted Nixon to deport John Lennon. Yeah. Sure. Well, he really, really was worried about those kids doing drugs. And so he wanted to become a, an ATF agent so he could confiscate those drugs. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to bust all those hippies. <laughs> and take them through customs legally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, RoboCop meets up with Kane, and he's like, you're gonna come with me, dead or alive, and Kane's like, oh yeah, and then the little kid blows RoboCop's hand off of his wrist. Yeah, with like a 50 cal, like it's yeah. a serious shot. Right, which is like, holy shit, we're doing the beginning of RoboCop 1 again, where Murphy's just getting limbs blown right the right. fuck off his yeah. body, but yeah. nope, that's it. Nope, That's yeah. the last limb. He just freaks out. Then someone, the Kane's girlfriend shoots him with a... Apollonia. Gra- uh, yeah, Apollonia shoots him with a grappling hook slash Ghostbusters proton pack. Correct. Yeah, it's like a grappling hook that doesn't exactly grapple, but does electrocute him. Yes. Yeah, so Robocop falls to his knees, and Kane has what I think is a character moment, but it's never seen again, where he compares himself to Jesus Christ. Yes. Where he's yes. just... Jesus you know, had Jesus times, had times like these, like these yeah. where he was persecuted by, you know, the ruling class. But just like Jesus, I will forgive you. And then that that characterization is never followed up on. Well, this is the only other time, aside from the news report at the beginning, 
where the nuke cult is shown as a like religious type thing. Otherwise, they're just drug. Dealers. Otherwise, they're just shitty drug dealers. Yeah. And if anything, they're more like businessmen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Robocop then uh, tries to fight back. He rips the grappling hook out of his chest and sticks it into the, like, electrical, like, opening on his hand from where his hand got blowed off. Reshocks the lady who shot him. Then someone throws a big-ass steel hook in his face. Yeah. Yeah. He and, gets full Terminator 1 Yeah, and then he gets picked up by a big old industrial magnet. And then, then what follows is a montage of them dismantling RoboCop. Yeah. Or trying to. Like, you don't see a lot of actual, like, him getting dismantled. You see a lot of, like, oh, we're trying to hit him with a sledgehammer and it's not working. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of frustrated. Yeah, the, the sledgehammer doesn't work. They try, like, a hammer and chisel. Yeah. That doesn't work. Uh, at some point, they start jackhammering him. Which is, it's the Batman problem of, like, he's wearing all that full body armor that's bulletproof and stab-proof and electric-proof and you can't get through it. But he's got a big, soft, squishy mouth just right there. Yeah! The whole time, yeah. Just get in through the fucking jaw. Also, that helmet it. comes off! True. Yeah. It's just a fucking, like, hex crank. Yeah, there's also a lot of shots of RoboCop's head just going, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. like shaking around like like a madman. So here's what I think happened is they made like a, a, a like animatronic version of For Peter sure. Weller's face. Yeah, definitely. Peter Weller came in, saw it, and was like, great, he's shooting 60% of the movie. <laughs> yeah, right? Bye. Done. I'm, I'm off good. to Venice to enjoy the sights. Because he's a very well-known uh, world traveler and reporter and yeah. historian, yeah. yeah. Peter Weller, no yeah. He's got like he's like a history like buff. He's like a master's degree. In oh. Yeah, my like, understanding is that he spends every Christmas in Venice. Oh, good for Buckaroo Banzai, right? Makes me want to go to Venice in Christmas and just see if I can spot a Peter Weller. Well, hurry up because it's yes. rapidly <laughs> sinking. Yeah. Less space for me to have to look. Ah, yeah. That's ah, true. Yeah. Just don't be there when it becomes Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Way down below the ocean? That's where I want to be. Under the sea. Under oh, the sea. We went. Okay. Oh, did we go too far? I was going Donovan. Yeah, um, we went, but we went the fun way. Yeah, no, we definitely. <laughs> What's more fun than Irish folk rock? Troubadour Donovan. Well, well, we chose not to do an eight minute tone poem set to <laughs> bullshit hippie music. But everyone was there. The magician, the teller, the pen. Yeah, like the I David said. Copperfield. Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Uh, guys, did you know that that song doesn't make any sense? Because uh, instruments wouldn't work underwater. Darling is better. Darling is better. Take it from me. Yeah, no, Mark's got it. Uh, here's the big flaw with Little Mermaid that I don't think you guys have noticed, which is uh, 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 mermaids aren't real, you guys. Oh, you poor unfortunate <laughs> soul. Uh, so, uh, Robocop. I am just so heartbroken that they didn't get uh, noted drag queen Divine to provide her beautiful voice for that movie. Mm. Yeah, too busy eating poop and John Waters movies, I guess. <laughs> Never too busy for Disney. <laughs> she also said, no, she was asked to set her hair on fire, and that's where she drew the line. <laughs> She's like, no, John Waters. I'm a person. Uh, she didn't have a disco album, though. It's pretty good. I'm sure, oh. yeah. Uh, so RoboCop is stripped for parts, 
and then unceremoniously dumped at the feet of striking police officer. Yeah, at officer. the picket line, he's dumped in the. And track, then, like yeah. the the next like twenty minutes of the movie is the creepy Peter Weller robot face yeah. going ah clearly <laughs> having an orgasm. Yeah, like they did a very like they did a bad job animating it because it's got a permanent like stuttering O face. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter Weller clearly saw that and was like, oh, that thing's jizzing all over the <laughs> <laughs> I know how I'm going to voice this <laughs> sexily. Yeah. I can only imagine that it was a uh, like Harrison Ford Blade Runner voiceover scenario where he's like, if I do it bad enough, they'll never use it. <laughs> and then, oh no! Instead, Erwin Kirshner was just like, Meh, whatever. This works. Put it in. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I made Empire Strikes Back. I've got all the money in the world, baby. Yeah, that's Man. true. Uh, so RoboCop, uh, OCP doesn't want to put them back together because they want to build a new, better RoboCop. We skipped over the part where they show the RoboCop two prototypes. Yeah. Which is, hands down, the best scene in the movie. Yes, Definitely. for sure. Definitely. A bunch uh, of claymation RoboCop 2s. Yeah, the out. first... The first RoboCop 2. Now, it takes five months and $90 million to show two failed prototypes. Yeah. The first one the first one looks like uh, fucking Liberty Prime from the end of Fallout 3. True. Just like yep. a weird like 1950s retro future robot. Yes, and it walks out and it says, you're all under arrest. Shoots everybody and then itself yep. <laughs> committing suicide. Oh, God, but the second one is so good. Oh. The second one comes out and it, it looks like it's wearing one of those... Uh, those uh, Death Star technician helmets where it, like has the really yeah. long back and like the little jut up front and it walks in all jaunty and then it just picks up its mask <laughs> to reveal a screaming, screaming skull. skull. And then falls to its death. And it goes, oh. eh! <laughs> and yeah. then just falls over. Oh, it's so good. It's golden. It's so good. They should have had like 30 of those. He died the way he lived, <laughs> screaming in existential terror. There is, uh, I have to imagine that the scene in Iron Man 2, when they show all the other countries building their version of sure, uh, Iron yeah. Man has to be a reference to this. Right. Specifically, Justin Hammer's Sam that Rockwell <laughs> twists the torso in half. turns around and he full, a full 180 turn and you just hear him go, Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> and then he has to confiscate the mic in real life to be like, uh, That pilot survived, by the way. <laughs> God, Sam Rockwell, you national treasure. He's so good. He's so good. Uh, so RoboCop, OCP doesn't want to rebuild him because it'll cost a lot of money. Uh, but the the uh, public optics are strong enough that they decide to rebuild him. But first they want to make some modifications. So this they is hire... where fucking Frank Miller-ness of the screenplay gets cranked up to goddamn 13. Yes. Uh, they hire a focus group uh, to... Well, it's the board. It's yeah. the board of OCP, and they're just like, what did we not like about the first RoboCop that we can improve on in this next RoboCop iteration? And, and they're, they're like, like, oh, he's too violent. Oh, he should really talk to people. Eh. And this is... Kittens? Boy, this is... Fra any, any piece of Frank Miller, anything, always has the scene where ineffectual liberals are asking for something really whinily and, like... Okay, I guess we got to do it. And it turns out to be a disaster. So the only thing I can think of for the superhero origins of Frank Miller, the comic book writer, 
is that at some point he was mugged by a well-meaning psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> and he's just had an axe to grind because he fucking hates psychiatry and he hates like Is he a Scientologist? <laughs> no, weirdly enough. I think he just he must have like moved onto that same weird island floating above Manhattan that Steve Ditko moved into. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just sat in an office being grumpy all day. And reading Ayn Rand quotes back and forth to each other. Yeah, like it, with Frank Miller specifically, it, it, it was a real, especially in like the 80s and 90s, was a really hard dude to like get a read on because he would have all these things like he would hold liberalism up as like this, you know, ineffectual bullshit and psychiatry is a bunch of touchy feely bullshit. But then he would also write like, oh, companies are pure evil and like the government is run by like really powerful business interests. And that is leading directly to the degradation of society. But then 9-11 happened and oh boy. Oh man. Holy terror. <laughs> A lot of true colors flew after like that. Like anything even remotely like anti-government or anti-business just like poured out of him and he just became pure distilled Ayn Rand. Yeah, him and Dennis Miller. <laughs> man, man. Yeah, which Poor is, Danny. and like, I've, I've heard, Danny. like, in recent interviews, Frank Miller has, like, kind of walked that back a little bit, I think because he's now working for DC again and sort of needs to clean up his image a little bit. Sure. Yeah, but watching cool. RoboCop 2 is like, oh, no, he didn't, like, flip a switch and turn crazy. He's always been kind of really shitty and kind of a fascist yeah. this whole time. He just, like... 9-11 happened and he's just like, oh, well, I like recommit myself to being <laughs> super right-wing fascist. He was kind of a fascist and then he was a brief tour as a jingoist and now he's back <laughs> <laughs> to just being like a regular low-boil fascist. All right, that makes sense. So uh, so the board is just like, well, I want him to, to give environmental messages and I want him to save kittens yeah. and I don't want him to... I don't know. Don't shoot people. So they bring RoboCop back. So they fucking back. hack RoboCop. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah, turn yeah. him into a pansy. They turn him into. <laughs> they turn him into a 1990s neoliberal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so when RoboCop comes back to the office, the, this is probably the funniest scene in the movie, but totally unintentionally, everyone's standing around RoboCop. They're like, "You look great, <laughs> RoboCop," and he's flexing. Yeah. yeah. He's shooting the stars. And, he's giving some <laughs> bicep curls, which is hilarious. Because they're all plastic. Yeah. He's a robot. He's a robot. <laughs> but he will not stop. He like dances. He like muscle flex dances in place for a solid 30 seconds. And then like the, the police scientist who's like, uh, they did something wrong. I need to fix you. And he's like, whoop. Okay, but it's a nice day outside. Then his partner Lewis shows up. She's like, ready to go fight crime. And he's like, well, okay, you okay. betcha. Yeah, is what oh, you betcha. You betcha. Yeah. It turns into a Fargo character. Yeah. yeah, they put a little bit of UP Michigan in there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. So they head out. They head out to the streets. Where uh, the first thing that happens it is it wasn't such a fucking bullshit right wing toxic message like. This is hilarious. Yeah. Yes. You know, right. like if it had simply been like a business trying, if it had been painted more as like a clueless board of directors trying to think what people might like and this is the end product, it would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Right. But because it's wrapped up in this real gross Frank Miller bullshit, 
It's just a little uncomfortable just the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to uh, a, basically the bad news bears, but they're the yeah. Motor City Muskrats. They're the worst news bears now, am I right? High five. Yeah, they're knocking over an electronic store and stealing TVs and camcorders. Uh, yeah. At the and, behest of the Little League coach, it looks like. Yeah, because yeah, he's the, filling his station wagon with goods. Yeah, the, their version of Walter Matthau is also armed and immediately fires upon the police. Immediately when they show fires up. on the police, yeah. Uh, Robocop gets out. Uh, Lewis is like, waste a Robocop. Which, to be fair, the fact that Robocop doesn't immediately start shooting people is a little better. Yeah, yeah that seems fine. All right. yeah. He step. is a right peace direction. officer. Yeah. It's also real unfortunate that the first words out of Lewis's mouth are, waste him, Robo! Yeah. <laughs> so they start shooting at Robocop. Robocop is like, I just want to talk. Then Lewis puts a bullet in this guy's head, goes inside to handle like the the muggers finds out they're all children and like demands they put their hands up because she's either gonna arrest them or shoot them. Uh, One of the two. Meanwhile, RoboCop tries to read the Miranda rights to a dead man. Yeah, yeah. which I love. Yeah, so good. Then they bring him inside and he he chastises the children uh, for 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 cursing. Doing, yeah, for cursing and for uh, just making a mess basically yeah. which yeah. and it's great cuz they've got this combination of his head being literally too full of bullshit aphorisms to get any of them right yes. right cuz yeah. he's just you know bad words lead to bad feelings a rock in the hand is two in the bird yeah yeah early to haste bed to rise makes too many like he just he simply cannot process yeah there's even a part where he goes i'm sorry something is wrong (laughs) yeah it's like yeah this movie's wrong (laughs) so robo uh robo they after that they they all the kids escape they just let him go uh and then the next thing you know they're heading back to the to the to the station and they stop to uh, see some kids playing in a fire hydrant. It's a hot day. Yeah, yeah. Robocop walks up, closes the hydrant shut, and said, waste makes haste. And th- and then, like, kneels down and, like, gives them a, a thing. And then draws his weapon and shoots at a man sh- smoking a cigarette. Yeah, until yeah. that man drops his cigarette out of fear. And then he's told that, you know, thank you for not thank smoking. Thank you for not smoking. smoking. <laughs> then they go back, and then the doctors start looking at him, and they're like, oh, they added all this bullshit code it's like when you buy a windows computer and like comes with like 50 different unusable pieces of shit in it right and Uh, like that u2 album that nobody wanted hey that was a mac exclusive baby (laughs) yes it was that was for your iphone uh can't delete it it won't go away yeah every time i get rid of it it comes back (laughs) so they're like well there's no way you could get this stuff out of his brain because it could probably kill him yeah Yeah, we can either like shut him down well we can like rip out his cerebral circuits but that might kill him or we can give him an electrical shock and hope that he resets but that might kill him and it's like Oh, this must be like the equivalent of the directives in the first RoboCop movie. Like, I wonder how he's going to navigate this nuke-fueled crime wave with this new programming that's preventing him from doing... Oh, no, he just gets up, walks out to a circuit breaker, and punches it until he's shut down again. (laughs) Yep, yep, he just walks out. The problem is immediately solved. So, like, a generator (laughs) puts his hand into the wires, gets the big shock. Uh, they... (laughs) Uh, and then he stands up like all the cops will like run out and they're like alright let's get him back let's get him back and then he stands up and he goes are we cops? <laughs> <laughs> cut 
two, we're back at the sludge factory. Yeah. There's now, <laughs> now all the, the cop kids cars. Are fucking Mark Antony Robocop. Are we cops? <laughs> sludge factory. Uh, yeah, all the cops now show up at the sludge factory, uh, and it's an assault on Kane. Uh, now Kane is in the process of making Nuke 2. Yeah. Nuke Carter. Yeah, it's going to be called Blue Velvet. Yeah, so you're going to do it, and then I guess attack Isabella Rossellini no. while Laura Dern is looking on. Ah. It's going to make you... St- it's gonna make you like choke down nitrous. <laughs> but you will sing a lot of fifties doo-wop into a glowing microphone. Ooh, that's now true. That's, rad. that's pretty cool. I do love Pep's Blue Ribbon. Heineken, fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, I do love that the Kane tries the 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 new nuke. Uh, which, by the way, beat old nuke in taste, blind taste tests. That's true, yeah. but they did a flaw of only giving you a little bit of each. So, like, yeah, you like the extra sweetness for that much, but you're not going to drink a whole can of it. Sure. Uh, luckily, you don't drink cans of nuke. You shoot them into your jugular. <laughs> yeah. So he, he does a little bit of the blue nuke, and he, like, gets, like, he's like, oh, scientist man, this makes my teeth Scientist wiggle. man played by Frank, Frank Miller. Miller. Yeah. He says it makes his teeth wiggle. And, and then speaks in tongues. Yeah, and then he says, add five milligrams of scopolamine like, to the batch. Like, he knows what medicines are. Uh, and scopolamine is for, like, mostly for, like, uh, anti-nausea and, like, motion sickness. So oh, that's sure. possible, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, that could be fucking with his inner ear, so he may yeah. need something to kind of, like, calm down his tum-tum. Make his, make his teeth stop wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a known issue. Yeah. yeah. So Robocop shows up. It's a whole kind of action scene. It really isn't. It's just more of Robocop not looking at the people he massacres. Yep. Um, he looks uh, to the left and shoots to the right. Kane jumps into uh, the the truck full of money. Yeah. All of his nuke profits. Yes. They, for some reason, have a bomb squad truck that they use like an armored car. It's a bomb disposal truck, yeah. right. Uh, it's, so, it's, a, it's an A-team van. Yeah. Theme to Godfather. Anyways, yeah. so Robocop, <laughs> uh, Robocop pulls a Dark Knight and jumps onto the front of this van. And they ride around a little bit. Uh, Kane smashes him into a light pole. Yeah. There's a, light, a very satisfying clonk sound. Then yeah. he... there's uh, some motorcycles pass by. Uh, Robocop grabs one motorcycle, sending the cyclist flying into the air, only to careen back into the ground, and no one checks on him. No. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's so true. So then he steals the motorcycle, and he rides out in front of the bomb squad truck so they can have, like, a, a We're gonna play standoff. Chicken. Yeah. yeah. And then they start juicing their accelerators like it's uh, fucking jousting. Easy Rider or some Pronounced shit. Pronounced jousting. Nah, nah, they're juicing it first. That little bit of vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah, there's a bit of, yeah, they, they race at each other. Uh, Which Robo- is not how races work. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's true. It's usually they, they play in chicken. a circle yeah, or yeah. a straight line. So or they play one chicken. of those things, yeah. And then Robocop smashes his motorcycle into the front and leaps off of the motorcycle yeah. into... Uh, Kane's uh, windshield. Star Trek fans may note this as the data from Nemesis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'm a jump. Yeah. 
Uh, See, it reminded me of the Mr. Show sketch with the uh, the cop telling the story about what a hero he is. Of like, I my quick thinking of turning myself into a human alarm saved the day. <laughs> All I can think of is RoboCop. Just my quick thinking of becoming a bullet. <laughs> uh, the the van crashes. RoboCop has saved the day, and Kane is all is, is probably gonna die. Death and the movie color. is over, right? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Barely halfway through. Yeah. No, because what happens next is Kane's body is taken to the hospital, and this psychiatrist lady who has been around on there's the periphery been a of the pl- yeah, there's yeah. been a B plot running through this of this psychiatrist trying to recruit death row inmates to become RoboCop two. Because they'll have the, like, drive to be immortal, which, I fucking spoiler alert, lady, everybody wants to be immortal. Know, right? Like, that's such a strange like, thing to have to cover. It's like, none of the, all of these guys wanted to Go die. to a terminal wing of a hospice. Yeah. yeah. Like, go to a cancer ward, dude. It's very obvious that she's a very bad psychologist. Yeah, she. I think she's got, uh, she failed upward and is now, uh, has imposter syndrome, where yeah. she's worried about being found out that she's like, I, I don't know how any of this business works. Yeah. And it's a Frank Miller character, you say? Correct! Yeah. <laughs> so, Weird that the women character are all either overly sexual or purely manipulative. Often both. Yeah. You get that one police doctor. That's true. Who is ineffectual and has no bearing on the plot. And may have a handful of lines. True. And if I had to bet, I'd say in the original draft, written for a dude. Yeah, probably. And then some studio exec was like, nah, put my girlfriend in. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Charlie Wilson feminism. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so uh, uh, the psychiatrist lady shows up to Kane's like body, like he's being kept alive in a hospital. And she's like, don't worry, Kane, you're going to live forever. Then picks up a phone and calls the, <laughs> the RoboCop people and says, I got the guy. He's going to die right now. And then well, she says, get here as quick as you can. We've only got six minutes before the brain dies. Just wait for them to show up before you pull the plug. Right. Yeah. But she pulls the plug and he's <laughs> like, yeah, he does gargle upsettedly. Yeah, and then they uh, they take him into the OR. They chainsaw his skull open. Oh, God. They pull out his brain uh, still attached to his eyeballs uh, and spine. And spine. All as one piece somehow. Yeah. Uh, and they just keep it floating in a tank. And then they build him into the RoboCop 2. And they give him a weird... Uh, like, like a Max Headroom kind of monitor. Yeah, where like he's a like weird CG Lawnmower Man CG yeah. face. But what's great is the... It's, uh, it's Mario's face from the beginning of Mario 64. Yeah. It's way ahead of its time. If you hold the Z-trigger and move the analog stick, you can wiggle his nose. Man, he gets all mad. What's weird, though, is either the screen or Kane himself has an element of cinematography in it because it can zoom in close to his eyes when he needs to show an emotion. Yeah, now, here's the thing. He can, like, out. float around. Is it zooming in or is he leaning forward? One exactly. One. I yeah, don't yeah, know. I no Either one is equally uh, valid interpretation. Uh, yeah. What I do... We'll have to study the maison scene to yeah. see what the filmmaker intended. Ooh, let's and not. So she's like <laughs> the, the 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 lady who 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 stole Kane's brain. She's like, all right, which I- is a movie I definitely <laughs> would pay to see. The lady who stole Kane's brain. Sounds like an old Vincent Price movie, right? Mm. Uh, so solid Vincent Price, Patrick. Fuck yeah. Mm. 
Uh, so <laughs> they, uh, she tells Kane, Robocop 2, hey, you have to go kill the mayor, and then I'll give you yeah, drugs. Yeah, there's a fucking yeah. third subplot of, like, OCP is trying to get... <laughs> The city of Detroit to default on its loan that they gave it so that they can, like, own eminent, the whole city. Yeah, they can basically eminent domain the, the whole city. city. Of Detroit, which is not at all how cities work. It's not at all how anything works. No. But, like, also, and the mayor even points out, like, oh, so if I only miss one payment, you get the whole city? And they're like, yep, that's the contract that I'm sure would hold up in court. The mayor also, let's point out, is about... 14? Correct. Yeah. He's super young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the, there's there's a telethon happening yeah. to like raise the money to save Detroit, but it's only got like 4,000 of the like 50,000 that they need. 50 million. 50, 50 million, 50 million yeah. that they need to keep it open. So uh, obnoxious 12-year-old in Apollonia get the idea of like, hey, we stole the van that has all the nuke money in it. If this is just a bribe, this is a great opportunity for a bribe. Yeah, we'll right. just bribe them and done and done. So they call into the telethon and they're just like, listen to me very carefully, mayor. And then I presume they set up the deal for the mayor to come down to the sludge factory. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's well, at the sludge factory. We, it's been too long since we've been to the sludge factory. So we so, return yeah, to so the, the sludge factory. So the mayor wants to go down to the sludge factory to get the money so that he'll have enough money to pay off the loan and then get OCP out of Detroit. Yeah, so psychiatry woman is just like uh, robot cane, go there and just kill all the everyone. And then and I'll you give do... you drugs. She's gonna give the robot nukes. Because the brain is still addicted to drugs, yes. which to my understanding is not how physiological addiction works. I don't right. think so. Also, it has a special robot cloaca that has a tiny little yeah. robot hand that comes out. And the hand and does. Yeah, the hand does. Give drugs. It's at a clicky clack for the drugs. Yeah. And she's like, nah, ah, ah, murder my enemies first. Which I don't see the harm in just giving him his drugs now with the promise of more later. If anything, he'll be better at killing with all those drugs. And this is why you guys don't hold any corners. That's true. That's true. Motivation is key to leadership. Mm. Yeah. You got right. me. And if you let everybody smoke their own stash, they're never going to sell. Yeah, that's a good point. She doesn't want them to sell. <laughs> she needs him to kill. Same difference. <laughs> Do so, your job first. So we get to the sludge factory where uh, fucking Richie Rich is talking to the mayor and is just like, I run all the nuke. If you let me buy you and the city, then here's what will happen. We'll like, we'll clamp down on the nuke trade. You'll be credited as ending the war on crime, and then you leave us alone, and we'll take care of the streets, and you take care of the rest of the city bullshit. And, uh, yeah, the mayor's like, all right. Hey, fine. I mean, that's literally the best deal a Detroit mayor is ever going to get. I mean, you're giving me a truck full of bags with dollar signs on them and gold bars. And gold <laughs> Which, bars. like, you gotta know a gold guy to turn that into currency, right? Like, you can't go to the bank and just say... Here's gold. Pay off my loan. Nah, man. He's just going to melt it all down and make himself a suit of gold. Ooh. Nothing pierces gold. Nope. It's the well known as the strongest of all metals. That's why <laughs> fucking Captain America's shield is made out of gold. That's right. I've seen those gold. Avengers. Yeah. 
As long as you don't try to bite through it, you're fine. Oh, well, that's true. Teeth is its only weakness. Yep. Because yep. yep. when they were dipping the gold in the Tigris and Euphrates River... <laughs> they did they it by all, the teeth. They did it by the tooth. By the tooth. Uh, so, uh, Robocop 2, Kane Robocop shows up, uh, kills just about everybody. The mayor escapes... Uh, into a fun slide. <laughs> a the fun sludge, water slide. Yeah, the yeah. sludge factory is not only a sludge factory, it's also apparently like 100 feet above sea level. Yeah. It has a slide that shoots out into the river. Uh, so the mayor escapes. Robocop 2 kills everybody else. I'm kidding. Uh, Robocop Prime shows up. Yeah. Just in time to witness some of the carnage. Yeah, there's a brief moment where Robocop, Kane Robocop, and Ro- an Apollonia like have like a reunion and like she recognizes the weird digitized cane face. Yeah. And she genuinely is has some kind of attraction to Kane because when he's arrested, she's like, We gotta go rescue Kane. Yes, and the kid's like, nah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he got he got uh, nabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got got. Yeah. So yeah, Apollonia's just Nicked. like, this could take a little getting used to, but it could work. And then Kane is like, nah, I'm gonna pick you up by the head and wiggle you till all your bones break. Yeah, he kills her like a bear, like killing <laughs> yeah. a deer, just like shaking it. It's like weird. A, like a Lenny. <laughs> then it, the the camera cuts to something else, and you hear these sound effects that sound like he's chewing, eating yeah. her. Yeah, there's a, a lot of like crunch, like bone crunch sounds. It's very no, strange. No, just just wiggling. Yep. Just giving her the old shaking bait. So he kills everybody. Then Robocop Prime shows up. He sees what's going on. Uh, the the money. He finds the kid. The kid's like, oh, I, you know what it's like to die. It sucks. Don't leave me. It's like, kid, kid. you've been an asshole the whole time. You blew off Robocop's hand. If I was Robocop, I'd punch you the rest of the way to death. That's true, because when he got reset, it very specifically said on his visor, no directives. Yeah, that's right. So he's done not killing kids. Yeah, Yeah. Robocop can do whatever he wants. He can gamble on the job. (laughs) (laughs) He can run around kicking poodles. Yeah. (laughs) He can uh, go play beer league softball if he wants. Mm. Yeah, like Robocop's a, he's a free he's man. Unleashed. Well, that's true. There's a lot of uh, divorced dad energy going on in Robocop <laughs> in this movie. Uh, yeah. So we cut to like the OCP, like the, the head of OCP, the big man, and he's like, all right, we're, this is our plan for new Detroit. And they bring up a yeah, big they model. Go, they go to like the what is essentially the Renaissance Center, just the big, huge fucking glass building in downtown Detroit. And they're like, this is the new headquarters of OCP. The mayor has defaulted on the loans, so we're buying the city. And out front are uh, OCP security officers. They are all dressed as Gestapo. Yeah, all leather jackets, double-breasted leather jackets. Double stormtroopers. Yeah. Like a cross between stormtroopers and uh, the black shirts, the, the yeah. British Nazis. Yeah. Right. And then there are the OCP. So they are two Nazis. And then there's Nazis. the OCP flag, which is now a giant red flag with a black and white OCP signal that looks just like a swastika yeah. right yeah. in the center of it. a little bit of a swastika it. going on. Which, like, I... The first RoboCop movie is not subtle at right. all. No. But this movie is just so insultingly obvious with all of its metaphors. Sure. It's hitting you with the giant robot extendo hand that RoboCop 2 has. Which is also hilarious because like the whole subplot of of them of OCP making RoboCop 2 is like the first RoboCop was lightning in a bottle. We will never make a RoboCop as good as the first RoboCop. 
it is folly to even attempt to follow up RoboCop with a RoboCop 2. Oops! Yeah, here's RoboCop 2. So they uh, they have their like little presentation. They have a model of the new Detroit. He has a very model of a ma- modern, modern major Detroit city. city. Oh. Both Pontiac and General oh, Motors. <laughs> I don't know enough no. Michigan jokes to make this happen. Great Lakes! Border with Windsor, Canada! Yeah! Tim Allen! Crushing it. <laughs> There's a crush Tim Allen? Yeah, that's all the Michigan jokes I know. Oh, gross. Something, something. At, apples? Do they have apples up there? Yeah, no Michigan apples. Yeah, like oh, they honey, would. Them honey crisp apples in that yeah, Michigan Yeah, Macintosh thing? apples. Yeah. So anyways, uh, from the model of <laughs> Let's Old Detroit. Name apples. <laughs> oh, you got your Granny Smiths. Ooh, oh, your Fuji's. You got your Pink Lady. Granny oh. Smiths. Then you got your apples you take home to Mama. Gala. 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 Mm. Gala's the Tim Allen of apples. <laughs> How dare you, you son of a bitch. They're Kevin James at least. <laughs> Kevin James, I say. That's true. Kevin James never uh, snitched on his fellow cocaine smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but his TV show was worse. Like, if, ah, if I have Queens. to watch one of the two, it's King got of Jerry Queens Stiller. And Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Some episodes, yeah. I'd be yeah. You know what? No, I'm I'm gonna lean King of Queens mm. to Home Improvement. Yeah, especially no, no. you're forgetting that Home Improvement also had JTT at the height oh, of his obnoxious yeah, fame. But it does have Richard Carn. Ooh, I do like Richard, which Karn. is nice. And he's great. But you know what else Home Improvement has that is a bit of a detriment? Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, the fans call it tool time, and it's like, no, you idiots, that's the show within a show. All right, so get this. Tool time was a good show, though. Love tool time. So, so here's here's a here's a real true story. So, for years, from the inception of Home Improvement to long beyond its cancellation and disappearance. From life, not even sure. syndication anymore. Right. Gone. No, it's not streaming. It is nowhere. It. So yeah, it's just gone. So for the longest time, my, my one of my, my my oldest friends, his father uh, had a like a like a, a, a like a handyman fix it business. Okay. So if you called their house, he went to the answering machine and it would say Dunlap Home Improvement, crash sound, Tim Allen stopped by. Oh, I think I'm going to have to buy a new antique chandelier, Tim. We're going to call Al Borland and get him over here. So leave us a message and do this. Beep. Oh, wow. And I remember, I remember even then as a kid, like, walking in and being like, well, you know his name isn't Tim Allen on the show. It's Tim Taylor. Right. right. Tim the Tool Man. Yeah. Taylor. Taylor. If Tim Allen showed up, he would just tell jokes. So why did Tim Allen show up? And then if Tim Allen showed up, why aren't you calling Richard Karn? You're calling the Al character Borland. Al Borland. I was probably told to shut up, and it never changed for like 20 years. I definitely want that as my voicemail greeting. Oh yeah. my god. All I know about it was that the smash sound effect came from a toy hammer that had that when you like hit it, it made a glass shatter sound Ooh, effect. Oh boy, I bet that was a rough answering machine. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, like all answering machines back then, it still ran on tape. Yeah, uh, yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, those small tapes, though, where you could pretend like you were a giant. 
Yes, uh, it was like like also like a lot of electronics back then was weirdly wood paneled for yes. some reason. Yes, yes, correct. I she was also wood because paneled. it had to fit in with the decor of your wood paneled walls and shag carpeting right. and your wood paneled television and your wood paneled car and your wood paneled uh, stereo. Do you for a goddamn second think that anything but the glory of wood paneling is gonna look great under track lighting? Because if you think plastic is gonna look good under track lighting. If you think chrome is gonna look good under track lighting, you get the fuck out of this podcast! <laughs> their, their whole house was track lighting. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of stuff. also other tool time thing, yeah. uh, do you remember how like every like eighth episode would end with the special version of tool time where it'd be like I've made the toilet of the future yeah or, but like it was always like the toilet for men of the future yeah, yeah and it had like beers and stuff yeah like a fridge attached like a to playboy. it or something yeah, like that yeah good stuff I love those the man cave episodes yeah yeah like it it blows like I mean back then I never would have thought about it obviously yeah, sure. uh, being a kid but now looking back on it like the the complete disregard for just women as a gender, <laughs> yeah. that show had. Well, his comedy was like he was the other side of Roseanne Barr. Like they were yeah. just people complaining about their relationships in very gendered terms. Yes, yeah. and I mean that stuff was popular then. I mean, at least like on the show, like if it was ever came to loggerheads between them, Tim was usually wrong. He was wrong, and he always lost. Yeah, yeah. he always lost. No. So like he was least able to be the buffoon. But then he still got to go to his TV show yeah. and do and face no meaningful and, consequence yeah, be to any action. All the time. Yeah, yeah, well they well they ogle whatever tool time girl was there that week. Yes, that's right. They had tool time girls. Yeah, because yeah, the first one was Pam Anderson. Yes, I forgot about the tool time girl. And girls. then the second one, I don't remember the act uh, actor's name, um, but I do know that she's in Leprechaun in Space. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, anyways, uh, this is like the big. The, so <laughs> they Heidi Robo- Heidi was her yes. name in the yeah. show. Heidi. <laughs> uh, so RoboCop Two comes out and they're like, "Everyone, look at our RoboCop Two!" And he's like, "Bar bar 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 bar." And then the, the head mayor, of well, the mayor comes in and is just like, "I'm not gonna let you do this." And he's like, "Well, you don't have the money." Yeah, but it's a democracy and you don't have the votes. And he's like, well, "Have you looked at any recent polls?" Well, yeah, but people can buy stocks uh, from OCP at any time. Well, uh, sit down. Oh. And down he sits. <laughs> this went way better in my bathroom mirror. <laughs> right? So the Robocop 2 comes out, and the, the guy of OCP is like, I'm going to change this city. Here's a big tube of nuke. Yeah. Nuke is bad. Yeah, he and makes it, the <laughs> same mistake the Surgeon General did in the beginning of the movie. No one has learned a lesson. Everyone brings nuke like they're fucking Colin Powell at the UN floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, what's great is in the background you see the robot immediately notice the nuke and it gets twitchy fingers. Yeah, <laughs> like it's reaching. It just starts for the like nuke. freaking out. Real quick, uh, Colin Powell on the floor of the UN with a vial of anthrax. Did anyone ask him where that anthrax came from? Because Home. possession of it is a war crime. Yeah, but Colin, that's like the least of that man's war crimes. Sure, but. I think someone in the United Nations. Nah, man. A body famous for its fastidiousness to rules. <laughs> would have said something. <laughs> Patrick, stop peeking the microphone. I gotta get close for it, though. That no! Was a, that was a good one. Ah, <laughs> uh, the UN. 
A big body of enforcement. <laughs> Stop or we'll send powdered blue helmets to ask you politely. <laughs> so uh. the RoboCop 2 immediately just begins like killing people. It takes the nuke and shoves it into its Robo Cloaca. No, no, no. it no. very specifically doesn't. Oh, because that's right. Because the RoboCop shows up with like a fucking rail gun, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he's got some kind of like 50 cal gun too. Uh, yeah, with like a giant Joker barrel. And when the bullets hit, they kind of explode. Like, yeah, they're like weird. explosive, like super rounds. Yeah. So yeah, RoboCop and RoboCop 2, The Revenge, uh, fight for a bit until they get onto the roof of the building, because it's yeah. an action movie in the 90s. Yeah, well, so, because, like, they fight into an elevator shaft, and then RoboCop, like, shoots the chain, and he goes up, and RoboCop 2 fall down, and then it climbs up the elevator shaft. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking, like, General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith, it, like, climbs with its legs. Yeah, it just yeah. goes, clonk, 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 and then they fly out of the top of a building. And didn't they say it was like 130 stories? Something like yeah. that. And they fall off the side of the building all the way down through, through a roof the street with into a, the substructure. With yeah. a goddamn slide whistle sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is absolutely true. Makes the... <laughs> yeah, so they fall through like two levels of concrete and asphalt into... I like. Steam sewers, I guess? Uh, probably yeah, but... the sludge factory. Let's face <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Robocop, secure in the knowledge that the fall that failed to kill him surely killed Robocop too. Of course. Gets up, starts strutting the fuck up out of there. No <laughs> Gets problems. Gets by Robocop 2. Yeah, Robocop 2 punches its way out of the street like the Hulk in Avengers Age of Ultron. And just starts wrecking cops. Meanwhile, Robocop goes into the lobby of the building and rides the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Casually up, gotta go get that nuke. Meanwhile, Robocop 2 is murdering the shit out of oh, everybody. Man. Robocop gets the nuke, puts it in a little sleeve, uh, starts walking out. Rides of the, the elevator back down. Yep. He yeah. stands on the right so that people who are in a hurry can walk on the left. <laughs> Uh, his partner grabs in. Just There's a fucking APC at this place in Detroit that no one has noticed. Yeah, and it belongs to OCP because yeah. she gets in there. And the OCP guys are like, ah, you're not authorized to be in there. Get out. He kicks. She kicks the guy in the fucking face, gets in it. He tries to jump on. He gets fallen off. She rams RoboCop 2. She gets out and she's like, well... Job well done. done and yep. done. Uh, Robocop 2 promptly flips the fucking armored vehicle on its side and keeps its reign of terror. Uh, Robocop magically appears behind a police car. Well, the shuttle brought him back over. <laughs> <laughs> well, he appears on top of an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, and well, he then... teleports twice because he teleports behind a cop car so that he can say to his partner, well, better give him what he wants. Right. And then teleports behind him. So I guess it's like uh, fucking Dishonored where he's got that teleportation power. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he lands up on the top of an ambulance and then for the first time ever... Jumps. Jumps. And it's really more of like an outstretched forward fall. Yeah, it's really yeah. more of a tumble forwards. Yeah. But he ends up on Robocop 2's back. Yes, uh, where he begins shooting it in the back of the head. Yeah. And then eventually rips open its thing, reaches in, and yanks out the fucking brain, eyeballs, and spine. Jumps off. The robot somehow still alive despite the fact that the... Brain yeah. and spine have been disconnected. Still right. has weird fucking like 
face that can feel yeah. pain. Because yeah. I guess because like it did take the nuke that RoboCop gave it, so it's so high that it can't die. It yet. doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. And then RoboCop goes, "You're fired," and smashes the brain oh, on so the sidewalk. The bowl of Jello. Yeah, the brain is made out of uh, uh, Smuckers. I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. It is dark red and gloppy. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, RoboCop 2 is dead. RoboCop goes back to his well, Wait, hold on. Because not only does he smash it, but then the machine, like the face in the RoboCop 2 goes, No! And then RoboCop punches the rest of the oh, brains yeah. to death. You gotta beat him down. Smashing it into goop wasn't enough. Yeah. He had to pummel it into the crevices of the sidewalk. Yeah. We get a resolution to the like D plot of corporate espionage that's been going on at right. Omnicorp. Yeah, yeah they're just gonna out... give the the psychiatrist lady's gonna take the Yeah, fall. they're just yeah. gonna yeah, set her up. Yeah. Uh Robocop uh, now going by Murphy again. He's back to Murphy, yep. Uh, uh his partner says something like, you know, I wish we could have done this sooner and Robocop says, Don't worry, we're only human. He says, don't worry, we're only human, and then puts a screw thing in his head and goes, wee, 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 freeze frame. Uses a socket wrench to start taking his visor off. And that's the end of RoboCop 2. Theme, ending credits, theme of Weekend at Bernie's 2. We'll be back with bullet points. Probably has steel drums in it. I don't know. Bullet points! And our first bullet point is body count. Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of RoboCop 2 was? Uh, uh, 47. Okay, all right. John, body count, RoboCop 2. Do people in commercials count? Yes, they do actually. Yeah, because they are right. definitely killed. Those are real. A- those are real yeah. people, not actors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say fifty. Ooh, all right, Ooh, okay, close, all right, close, all right, all right. Well, playing by prices, right rules. Whoever is the closest without going over, John, you are the winner. Hey. Seventy-three was the number of Damn. deaths. Seventy-three. All right. Well, RoboCop two kills a, a lot, lot of people, of people. Yeah. and we spend so much time at the sludge factory. Yeah. <laughs> An industrial accident is just waiting <laughs> to happen. Not a single railing in that whole place. No, nope. that's no. the other bummer. They took them all out after what happened the last time RoboCop went. Yeah, yeah. Right. too many Wilhelm screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna take us to our next bullet point: best kill. John, what do you think the best kill in RoboCop 2 is? Uh, Kane's goop brain. No, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Nah, that's a good one. That's I mean, every one. other kill is just a squib going off. That's true. There's there aren't not a lot of great kills. Yeah, just it's squibs. mostly just bullets and squibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, the goop brain is pretty great. Because he punches the shit out of it. Hell yeah. yeah it does. With his rubber glove hands. Yeah. Patrick, best kill in RoboCop 2. I'm going to go with uh, Death of Apollonia when she gets uh, sudden infant death syndrome. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's, okay, so in Death Stranding, the baby that you attach to your chest so that you can see ghosts that you can throw grenades made out of poop at, <laughs> yes. it'll get scared sometimes. So you got to take it off your chest and rock it gently to get it to calm down. 
But Norman Reedus clearly has never dealt with a baby because he just picks it up like a bag of flour and just shakes it. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, that's but whatever, good. it makes the baby real happy. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can put it back on your chest and fight those ghosts because if you don't, you won't be able to deliver your packages. <laughs> <laughs> so good you guys oh man like i want to do a podcast of just showing you guys this game but like we don't have 60 hours for you guys to play through it <laughs> sure sure yeah, yeah. maybe we'll get a twitch stream yeah <laughs> let's get a twitch stream i did uh find an easter egg where when you're in your private room you put the baby on the wall <laughs> so it can hang out and you can go up to your baby and you can interact with it to like poke its little glass womb and it'll smile at you. And sometimes it'll burp heart, it'll burp bubbles and those bubbles will be heart shaped because it likes you. But sometimes like weird things will happen instead. Like this morning when I was playing, it turned away from you. And then when it turned back, it had the head of Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Mexican-American film director. And star of the game. <laughs> and star of the game. That's true. He plays Dead Man. Not who, di- he's not Die Hard Man? No, Die Hard Man is a guy who works for the president that dresses like Thomas Jefferson but has a robot skull. Not for a skull, but just on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a normal thing I've seen. It is so unremarkable. It is literally unremarked upon. <laughs> Not a single character is ever like, all right, dude, I'll deliver your package to make America like whole again. But you got to tell me what's up with your weird fucking robot skull face. <laughs> and why are you dressed like fucking Thomas Jefferson? What is any of this? Look, we don't have time, Norman Reedus. Take your dead mother who died of ghost cancer <laughs> to an incinerator before her body explodes. <laughs> that is, I believe, the second mission of the game. Oh, I'm about to put a huge spoiler warning on the show notes <laughs> Yeah, right? right? If what I said is able to spoil, then God bless you. <laughs> oh... Uh, Mark, best kill in RoboCop 2. Uh, there's a goon that gets shot in the eye. That's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Right through his fucking, uh, his, his scope. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's got a sniper rifle and he's gonna about to shoot RoboCop. And then you see through the scope, RoboCop turn and fires. And then his eye just goes, boop, yeah. and just disappears. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. but it's not goopy brain. Well, and the whole thing is, like, specifically with that kill, there's just not a whole lot of, like, viscera to it, you know? Yeah, no, it's yeah. just, there's not a lot of viscera in general. Like, Most of the squibs seem dry. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the even the uh, the Little League coach that gets shot in the head, it's just like a little, little Dribble. wound thing. There's no blood coming yeah. out of it. The first movie's nothing but blood in viscera. Yeah. There's a guy who gets get sludged on it, <laughs> turns into a mutant, and then explodes into goop. Yeah. yeah. But this movie's just like, nobody has more than, like, a cup of blood in them at any time. Tops. Everyone, everyone's yeah. like that sand guy from the first Hellboy movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to take us to our next bullet point. War crimes. War crimes. John, tell me about some war crimes in RoboCop 2. 
well, I would say that uh, a government body directly negotiating with, like, drug lords and violence gangs to try to set up some kind of, like, territorial Markovs. But then I remembered that the Sinn Féin were a thing for a while and still kind of are, and that's kind of what England did, and it worked out reasonably well. So I'm going to say, I don't know, that fucking kid with all his hair gel. There's Whoa. a lot of hair gel that on that kid. That kid went through a ton of hair gel. Send that little shit to the Hague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Patrick, war crimes, RoboCop 2. Uh, I'm going to go with a regular communications company owning an APC. Sure. I'm just not comfortable with that. They're not a communications company. They're an omni-product company. An omni- yeah, they're a conglomerate <laughs> communications company. Any case, no APCs. Not for corporate use. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They yeah. should probably get rid of their armed Nazi guards, right. too. Right, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were all dressed like Gorton's fishermen... <laughs> I'd be, be a, a lot less upset about it. Oh, you've clearly not seen the lighthouse. <laughs> True. Fishermen are very scary, you guys. <laughs> uh, Mark, war crimes. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, probably, I think this is the same thing I picked for the first RoboCop. But again, building a RoboCop. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, without a person's like consent, consent. Yeah. Is probably a war crime, Let's especially hope. this time building a RoboCop. Out of a drug-fueled cult leader, uh, and then feeding that RoboCop drugs yeah. to make it do your bidding. <laughs> That's probably pretty bad. And yeah. a lot of drugs. Oh, yeah. Like, when people take Nuke, it's a tiny little pouch. That giant canister, like... He's got a 40. Yeah. He's got a yeah, 40 Yeah, it's a 40 of Nuke. Yeah. Uh, that's going to take us to our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Patrick, is RoboCop 2 an action movie? Man, that's a really hard call. Because it is almost entirely action, but it's also kind of boring. I'm going to go with yes, just because there's nothing else this movie could be. John, is RoboCop 2 an action movie? I'm going to say it is the action movie equivalent of like when, when someone is watching a TV show... And you, like, walk by because you're doing something else, but it kind of catches your attention a little bit. So every time you walk by, you kind of look at it a little bit more. And then you stand there behind the sofa and watch it for a good stretch and then leave. Where it just... I know it's something, but I'm not getting the effect of what it is. Yeah. You know? Yes. I do know. Yeah. Yeah. A clearer metaphor there has never been spoke. I'm not going to lie, I tuned out halfway through what you were doing and I went to get a drink of water and then I just, I missed like two words and I was like, I'm not going to pay attention to the rest. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, a road diverged in a Mark, wood. Mark, no it didn't. Mark, no, it didn't. is this an action movie? <laughs> no road has ever diverged in a wood. Uh, I'm going to say it is an action movie. Uh, the action is very boring. Uh, it's not particularly skillfully done or shot or choreographed yeah. or... Uh, written. It's just bad from the ground up. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna say it's an action movie. But that's gonna take us to our next, uh, to our final uh, reviews of RoboCop Two, and I'll finish mine by saying it's a bad movie. 
Like, <laughs> it's an action movie, but it is a bad action movie. No, like oh. it doesn't do anything particularly well. There's only a couple moments in the movie of like genuine inspiration. The rest of it is either a straight ripoff or mirror image of RoboCop One or the fever dreams of a fascist madman. <laughs> uh, so big thumbs down, Patrick. Final review of RoboCop 2? Uh, by way of, of, of reviewing RoboCop 2, I'm just going to uh, share a personal anecdote. And that Ooh. is because, uh, uh, for reasons that aren't that important, I had a pen, uh, a little button, like a little political button when like I was a, a kid. Yeah. It said, my dad gave it to me because it was funny against my mom. And it said, <laughs> I just like that your dad had weaponized humor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they got divorced. <laughs> because of this. No, no, no. They got divorced for a lot of other stuff. Uh, but anyway, this pen said, Sludge happens. And Whoa. Sludge, <laughs> Sludge is the trade name for human feces that is turned into fertilizer that can be used in like fields for animal food because you can't do it for like people food. But that's what sludge is, so that's what I think every time we're going to the sludge factory. It's the factory where we turn people's shit into fertilizer. Wait a minute! You've been sitting on this this whole time? Yeah! And that's what I'm gonna call RoboCop 2. Sludge. The factory where we turn people's shit into <laughs> fertilizer. John! Uh, well, I'm gonna give you... Final review of RoboCop 2. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a review and a controversial opinion. Hot take! Uh, my review is that no, I, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm sure. sad about yeah. how boring the movie was. Yeah. My controversial uh, opinion is uh, the Dark Knight Strikes Again, the sequel to the Dark Knight, actually better than the Dark Knight. Okay. The yeah. Dark Knight Strikes Again. Correct. It's. It is a book that it it, it, it replicates as close as I can imagine. I've never been on cocaine. But I'll bet it's like what this book is. Nice. Nice. All right. I like that. And like, here's the thing. Dark Knight Returns is not very good. It's nah, fine. It's not very It's good. fine. The first half is better where he's fighting the mutants and he's just old crippled Batman. And he's just like trying to like, yeah, di- like the live first, with that. Like the first issue is really, really great. Then when he becomes Batman again, the like first half of the second issue. Yeah. Where he's fighting the mutants. Yeah. I think people tend to forget that, oh, he radicalizes a street gang into being a bunch of fascist thugs to the point where he gets a rifle and rides a horse. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Wait a minute. I don't I'm in. That. <laughs> Wait a minute. And, like, also one of the mutants is a lady that's got swastikas on her boobs. Yeah. All right, now true. that's weird. Okay. <laughs> the first part with Batman with a gun and a horse, that's rad. Is he going to fight the Swedes? No, he fights uh, Superman, kind of. Yeah. He's got it coming. That's where all the Batman v Superman like power armor stuff comes uh, from. Okay. He builds like a power armor to fight Superman just long enough for them to do something. Well, I, th- I, I, for the life of me, cannot remember why they are fighting, which is, again, I've read this book at least five or six times. Well, Superman now is a, like a puppet of the government. Yeah, he's a government agent, and I do not know why he is fighting Batman. It is very, like, it just, it's, that's the sign of a bad story. Yeah. The crux of your climax is, happens for reasons I simply cannot recall. And it's a it's a bad book. Cool. The second yeah. one is fucking insanely glorious in its just incomprehensible glory. It's so much fun. 
And that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Only human. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Da da da. Da 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 da. Da da da. Gotta fly now. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick, Mystery Train Bromley, John, Collision Course, Rooney Taylor, and Mark, the $10 million getaway Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, I don't know, wherever you get your podcasts from, and leave us a rating, leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter, at Body Count Cast, or you can email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.